Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. How much time have we wasted? How much brain power have we wasted thinking about stuff that has never happened? It didn't happen. And we did all that advanced planning. I'm going to say this, do this, do this, do that for something that didn't take place. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Welcome back, everybody, to another Thursday night right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We're having a great time overcoming our fears. If this is your very first time joining us, welcome in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're here in this series doing battle with a very deadly enemy, fear. And if you have any problems with fear or have ever dealt with it, you know what I'm talking about. And we are overcoming this thing one week at a time. So welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're joining us by way of YouTube, if you find value in this video, go ahead and give it a thumbs up. Leave us a comment if you like. And don't forget, you can always go to our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can watch this video and the entire series. So check it out today. All right. Well, I'm ready to get into the word of God today, and I hope that you are too. So let's go ahead and start off with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time that you have given us uh, to gather around your rich word. Lord, I do pray that you would speak to us by your spirit that you would lead us into all truth and show us things to come. Father, I pray that you would use my mouth and my mind, my vocal cords to communicate your word to your people. Holy Spirit, you are the teacher. We ask that you would just teach us today, prepare our hearts for the sowing of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, let's get into uh, our confession. We're going to start off uh, with our confession. All right, those of you that are joining us by way of podcast or radio, just go ahead and repeat after us as we say it. All right. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I have been washed by the blood of Jesus. The greater one lives in me, and I am yielded to his spirit. Therefore, I shall always overcome be triumphant, and excel in all matters of the kingdom. Today, I declare I am fearless, bold, and safely secured in the Father's love for me. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. All right, so again, we are overcoming our fears one week at a time, one day at a time, and we are triumphant in Jesus. You know, my mother-in-law Bless her heart. I know she's watching now. Hi. You know, she gave us such a tremendous story years ago, and I still remember it. Uh, She was in school, and one of her professors uh, gave this example before the class. And the example was this, you know, uh, if you throw enough mud up against the wall, sooner or later, something, some of it is going to stick. Hallelujah. So that's what we're doing. We're getting mud up against the wall and sooner or later, this is going to stick and we will overcome by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. By his wonderful word and uh, by the by the powerful testimony. So we'll look at we'll look at that tonight and so much more. All right. Last week, we talked about confronting our fears 
And we spoke from the subtitle of You Can Do It. And I want to say the same thing this week. You can do it. And fear must be confronted. Now, that's not that's not a very popular word, confrontation in our circles. It's not a very popular, popular thing. We want to go around confrontation. We don't want to have the discussion. We don't want to bring it up. We would rather just, you know, avoid it. But like we said on last time, you have to pray for an open door of opportunity, an open door of opportunity, because when the door opens, they'll be receptive to hear. And it's a lot easier to speak by the spirit and with the spirit than without the spirit. Amen. You want to have an impact. And even if they won't hear, at least God will give you the boldness to say what needs to be said. And you will definitely, definitely feel a whole lot better having said it. Amen. So either way, there's a win-win there. All right. So we're going to confront. Uh, last week, I, I also gave you the, the, the formula, the formula uh, to confrontation. Uh, that is, uh, we f- talked about that in James, the fourth chapter, verse seven, James four, verse seven. It says, submit yourselves, therefore, unto God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. Remember as well that the greater your submission to the father, the greater the ability you have to resist the enemy and he will flee from you. Amen. All right. So overcoming our fears uh, is not some, is not a passive activity. We're going to have to do something to that end. We were there in Romans, the 12th chapter, verse 21, looking at this general principle. Romans 12, verse 21 says, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. All right. Evil just it's not just going to go away. Uh, we have to overcome it with good. We're going to have to be aggressive. And first of all, our first step to do is be submitted to God. We don't want to be hypocrites. Hypocrites are not will not have power. Hypocrites may appear one thing before people, but your enemy, your true enemy sees exactly who you are. And we want the enemy to see Christ in us and he will bow down to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. So we're going to overcome the enemy with good. It's not passive. It's not a passive activity. There's something there that we're going to have to do. If your enemy, uh, we're talking about fear tonight, but if your enemy is a person, someone that is really getting on your own, under your skin, really, really getting on your last nerve, then the Bible tells you to uh, pray for them and do good to them. You know, if, if they're hungry, give them something to eat. If they're thirsty, give them something to drink. It talks about really serving. Jesus is a servant and he served. And our servanthood opens a door that love, really, because we have to we serve out of love. Love opens the door. It gives us a voice to speak. Love opens a door. And many times it will hammer down the door as we do it God's way. But remember, fighting fire with fire only creates. Yeah, only creates a bigger fire. All right. So let's try love. Let's try service. It's not very popular, but it is true. So we're going to overcome evil with good following the voice of the spirit. Amen. All right. Now I want to show you something else too. Let's go to first John, first John five verses four and five. Look at this as well. Uh, the King James version. And it says for whatsoever, or that is interpreted whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, 
even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. So, as we talk about com- confronting things uh, and, and uh, overcoming not being passive, overcoming our fears, not being a passive activity, we're going to overcome by our faith, even our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because having faith in him means that you are trusting in and leaning on and relying on him and seeing him as your source, seeing him as your strength, seeing him as your provision. You stand in him and with him. And when you stand in him and with him, you'll find that fear goes the the other direction. Because remember, fear looks at you. It takes an inventory of, of what you have or what you haven't done or how you don't look or how they look better, how they've done this, how they, it always points to you and looks to your deficiencies. All right. And it always points out the worst in you. Fear always points out the worst in you, but faith always points out the best in God and always puts you in God and says that you can do this. Hallelujah. All right. For a moment, let me tell you about this as well. The Lord really began to deal with me about about worry. And what is worry? It is simply meditating on the voice of fear. Worry is when we meditate on the voice of fear. Here's one thing that happens when we worry. Uh, When we begin to worry, we begin to look into the future and we begin to make predictions of what might happen of what people might say or what, what people might do. We began to predict it. And once we lock on to what we think will happen or think might happen, once we lock on it, the second thing we begin to do is try to plan how to deal with it, what we're going to say, what we're going to do, how we're going to handle it. All right. So again, worry is that future prediction. You just know so-and-so is going to say this. You just know they're going to react this way. You just know. And so you just know the doctor's going to say this and, and this is going to happen and that's going to happen. So you are future. You are casting your predictions for future events. Then once you think you know what's going to happen, then you begin to plan. You begin to make plans on how to deal with it. I'll do this and do that. And then the body begins to react. Your body begins to tense up. You begin to get nervous. Stomach problems begin to happen. Why? Because you're bringing a possible, a possible future bad thing into the present, right? It hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. And, and I wonder how much time have we wasted today or this week, this month, this year, over our lifetime? How much time have we wasted? How much brain power have we wasted thinking about stuff that has never happened? It didn't happen. And we did all that advanced planning. I'm going to say this, do this, do this, do that for something that didn't take place. Right. How much time have we wasted on worry? How much time have we wasted listening to the voice of fear? How much better would we be off now? You know, we can. How many times have you set up at night worrying about something only the next day? It didn't happen. Didn't happen that day or the day after or the day after or the day after. It didn't happen. But we stood up 
all night long, sat up all night long worrying about this, couldn't sleep, worrying, worrying, worrying about what somebody else would do, what somebody else would say, and how we're going to work with it, and what's going to happen as a result of that. All that stuff is running in your head. You can't sleep at night. You wasted all that time. You should have been asleep, right? Who hasn't done that? We've done that. We've done that. But again, worry is listening to the voice of fear and meditating on the voice of fear. And it has horrible results on our body. It is negativity. And the human body was not designed to carry worry, was not designed to carry that stress, that anxiety. It begins to break down under that negative. Okay? So worry is listening to the voice of fear. Right? But strength, honor, confidence is listening to the voice of faith. And when you listen to the voice of faith, you'll be able to sleep. You know, your blood pressure goes down. You're not going to let that consume you. Jesus says it this way. He says, um, uh, let tomorrow's problems be tomorrow's. Uh, you know, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. You know, don't bring tomorrow's concerns into today because tomorrow's concerns may never happen. May never happen. And how much time have we wasted? Have you wasted? Worrying about stuff and worrying about things and people and, and all this stuff that has never happened. Today, we have to put our foot down and say no more. Hallelujah. The same God that keeps me today is the same God that will keep me tomorrow. I will trust in, lean on and rely on the Lord. This is how we will overcome. How will we overcome even our faith? Let's read it again. First John five, verse four and five, it says, for whatsoever or that is interpreted, whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory. This is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith, that is you looking to him, not to yourself. Look at verse five. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. Do you believe that Jesus is the son of God? Now, that has a lot to do with righteousness, right? Has to do a lot with righteousness. One thing that fear does, again, it points to your inadequacies, what you haven't done. It points to the sin that you've committed. It says all these bad things, and it says God doesn't like you or God won't hear from you because you've done this, that, and the other. Sin says you are not qualified. You are not qualified for God's blessing in your life. You are not qualified. Stop, stop, stop. And if we hear that, then we're going to be robbed of the blessings that God has in store for us. Don't listen to the voice of fear, but listen to the voice of faith. Because if you believe that Jesus is the son of God, then that means that Jesus has washed your sins away, that he has made you righteous before God the Father. Hallelujah. And his blood qualifies you for the blessings of God in your life. Glory to God. You're not, you're not righteous because you've done right. You're righteous because Jesus did right. Hallelujah. And you have entered into the grace of God based on the finished works of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So the voice of fear tries to condemn you, not tries, but the voice of fear will condemn you and will say that you always come up short. But the voice of faith, having faith in what Jesus has done, you'll always come up to the positive. You'll always, always come up 
having more than enough. Hallelujah. When you listen to him, glory to God. Let me show you one more scripture here. And we talked about this a few moments ago. Um, let's, let's look at Revelation 12. Revelation 12, verse number 7. Or rather, verse 11. Revelation 12, verse 11. I'm having a good time here tonight, and I hope that you are too. I love Jesus, man. I love Jesus, man. All right, let's go. Revelation 12, verse number 11 says, And they overcame him, talking about the devil, by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. So grab a hold of this. First of all, we talked about overcoming evil with good. Overcoming is not a passive activity. You have to do something. There's something you have to do. There's something that you're going to have to say. Overcome it with good. And then we know we also know from First uh, John, the fifth chapter, that it is also faith. Who are we having faith in? That's Jesus Christ. Having faith in him will also cause us to overcome. Not having faith in ourselves, although there's a, it is healthy to have confidence in self, a certain measure of it is healthy, certain measure. But if you just keep confidence only in self or in man, boy, you're going to be in for a pickle because even the, the, well, the most well-intentioned people will fall, will fail. People will let you down because we're just people. But a person that is inspired by the Spirit, a person that is filled with the Spirit of God can do all things. Why? Because God is with him. So we're having faith in him, in Christ alone, not in flesh. My God, not, not having faith in flesh, but having faith in Christ. This is how we overcome. Now see this third part here in uh, Revelation 12, 11. One more time and it says, and they overcame him they is talking about us, the saints, overcame the devil by the blood of the lamb. That talks about righteousness. The blood of the lamb talks about righteousness, how God looks at you, how he views you as perfect. He sees you as perfect. He loves you. He loves you just as much as he loves Jesus because of the blood of Jesus. Remember, your righteousness has nothing to do with you doing right, but it has everything to do with Jesus doing right. Amen. It is the guilty. Rather, it is the innocent. Jesus was innocent, of course, of all charges. The innocent died for the guilty that the guilty could be seen and could be innocent in the sight of God. So we overcame him, overcame the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. Testimony simply says um, God wants to do it again. If someone has a testimony to say what God did this for me or God did that for me, that should tell you that he wants to do that even in your own life. It's, it's, it's a response. It's an invitation for God to do it again. Knowing what God has done for you in the past, how he brought you through this and he brought you through that, surely he'll bring me through this, right? It's knowing what God has done. Testimony always speaks to what he has done and in some cases as well, what he is doing at that moment. It is not future. It is what he has done, mostly has done, and also what he could be doing in someone's life or in your life at the moment, right? All right, so we overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb. That's by being righteous in the sight of God. We know we have asking power because of what Jesus has done for us. Uh, we overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimonies, realizing what God has done for us in the past and how he's faithful in our lives right now and what he's done for others. 
how faithful he has been. I mean, that just shores up our confidence, right? When you go to buy something, a product, and I've done this, of course, I look at sometimes the ratings. You know, what are the testimonies of others that have bought this product? If everybody says, I mean, if the product has two stars, you know, and everybody says this is junk, 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 chances are it's junk. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm probably not going to buy it. But if I look at that thing, that product, and it has maybe four stars, five stars, of course, somebody's always going to have something negative to say about it. You know, oh, I got this, and two days later, uh, it's smoky. Someone else says, oh, it's the best thing I've, I've ever had. I can't wait to buy another one. You know, you just got to weigh those things out, weigh those things out. But, you know, testimony, the testimony of others Good testimonies help you to make to take that step toward the purchase, right? Hearing what uh, this manufacturer or this product has done for someone else. By the same token, when people hear about your testimony, what God has done for you, it helps them to stand in faith. Or when you read the Bible, you hear about the testimony of others. It helps you stand in faith. So number one, we overcame the devil by the blood of Jesus, and it talks about our righteousness, how God sees us as perfect, blameless, and holy in his sight. We are righteous before God, and we are, we are acceptable in his, in his presence. We have asking power because of what Jesus has done. We're standing in Christ and not in ourselves. Secondly, uh, we overcame the enemy by the testimony of others, seeing what God has done for others in the past. And seeing what he's doing now, seeing what he's revisiting, how he has blessed us in the past and knowing that he will do that now. So we overcame by the blood of the lamb, by the word of our testimonies and last. And we'll stop here tonight and not loving our lives unto death. Not loving our lives unto death. In other words, we're willing to sacrifice. Romans, the 12th chapter says verse number one and two, I believe. All right. But this submission to God. Presenting yourself as a living sacrifice before him. You know, giving all to him. The Bible says they, lived, they loved not their lives unto death. In other words, they were, they were all in with Jesus. All in. They valued Christ or the things of Christ more than the things of this life. They saw that heaven and the will of God were far superior than earth and the pleasures of earth or the applause of man. They loved not their lives unto death. They weren't cling, clinging to money, clinging to possessions. They loved not their lives unto death. In other words, they were all in, all in, all in. And that is how they overcame the enemy. So that is what I want to uh, bring to you tonight. And we'll do more on the next time that we are together. So before we go, we're going to have a word of prayer. And again, my God, I got something out of that. And I hope that you did too, my Lord. If you did, of course, if you're on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Leave us a comment if you like. If you're not, you can always go to our website at kingdomrock.org and uh, click the contact button and you can leave us a note there as well. We would love to hear from you. And while you're there on the website, of course, you can click on the give button and be a financial blessing to the ministry. It would help us so very much. Before, before we go tonight, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. Let me pray over you, okay? Father, I thank you so very much for your friend, uh, for your beloved, my friend, your beloved that is watching right now. Lord, I pray that you would help them to overcome in every area of their lives. 
Father, I pray once again that they would see your goodness, that they would see your love poured out in great measure. Father, I pray that, yeah, Lord, that they'll get a break. Somebody just needs a break, a break in the storm, just needs a break, a little, a little peace, a little peace, an interruption of what, a divine interruption of what the enemy is doing. And Lord, I pray that they'll have that, that respite, I believe the word is there. They'll have that peace, they'll have that calmness so that they can focus on you. And Father, so that they may uh, endure this weight and come out victorious. So, Father, I pray for my friend right now that you would help to get through this terrible time. And, Lord, I declare that as our faith is in you, it is never in vain. Bless your beloved Father. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thanks so much for joining me again, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week, and we'll continue in this same series. Don't forget to join us on Sunday mornings. Uh, we're in another series there. Uh, don't forget uh, to join us. We're alive there on Sunday mornings at, at uh, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock. We're live, so join us on our website at www.kingdomrock.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I'll see you on the next time. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.